listening to The Three Kitchens, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grounds community supported. Join your hosts, Heather Dyer, Sarah Somer Sundrum, and Aaron Walker. Hey, mamas, what's cooking today? ATB was built to help Alberta businesses. From CEBA applications to lending information, debt consolidation loans, or deferrals. Whatever your business is facing right now, ATB is here to help with expert advice. And with today's economy top of mind in business, stay up to date with the Future Of podcast. Hosted by ATB's Chief Economist, Todd Hirsch. To learn more, visit ATB.com. guys, welcome to another episode of Three Kitchens. I am your host, Sarah Somasundaram, and I'm sitting here with Erin Walker. Hello. And Heather Dyer. Hi. Hi. I was all thrown off by Erin's voice that I wasn't sure what was going to come up. <laughs> I'm having some water to try and... <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you're not actually here with Erin. You're here with... Um... <laughs> Elmo. Give me another name. Hello. Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my throat didn't show up for this recording. Hello. <laughs> now I'm here. Maybe yeah, we didn't yeah. do enough vocal warm-ups before this. La, 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 la. Ma, 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 ma. Me, 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 me. Was that enough? <laughs> okay. That's, that's enough for everyone. <laughs> uh, there's YYC Hot Chocolate Festival happening this whole month of February in Calgary, That's which is really right. exciting. It gives us a lot of excuses to go out and have sugar. Consume sugar. Yeah, especially in February, which is like the... I think this is kind the of best thing for February. Month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing to do in the month of February because it's not a lot of joy yeah. yeah, nobody goes, ooh, yay, it's February here. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And it's in support of the local Meals on Wheels, which right. is an organization that sees volunteers deliver meals to isolated folks, like seniors who can't necessarily get out as easily as the rest of us. So that is a nice cause to support as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a contest. So you can go try yes. the hot chocolate. Go on the website, vote for your favorites. It's kind of fun too. Yeah, it's interactive. Yeah. And there are a lot of options, a lot. Yeah. So there, you've yeah. got like anything. There's spirited, yeah. there's gluten-free, there's dairy-free. Dairy-free, so yep. If you scan through, you can meet all your needs and enjoy hot chocolate. <laughs> Let's just tell you quickly, It's at, the website is yychotchocolate.com. That's right. So if you are in Calgary and you want to go and participate... Yeah. You can look it up. We'll link to it in our show notes. And if you're not in Calgary, you can still go on it and you can see what they put into their hot chocolates and try to make yeah. one yourself. Mm-hmm. We've tried a couple, right? Let's hear what you guys had. So uh, we went out to El Forno Bakery and Cafe, which is downtown, and they had a s'mores hot chocolate. Mm. Marshmallow on this thing was gigantic. Mm. And then it was covered with a graham cracker crumble. Mm. And the uh, marshmallow itself was nicely toasted to a bit of a crisp on the outside. Mm -hmm. So I would give the marshmallow a 10 out of 10 because it was a winner. The hot chocolate, it was hot chocolate. There was nothing super 
spectacular about it, but they like the marshmallow that went with the hot chocolate was awesome. And I think you guys saw my picture. Yes. It's a beauty. It looks, it's gorgeous. It's pretty. Yeah. So, very nice. And what was the other one? Yeah, you said you had two. Oh, that's right. I did have two. So the second one I went for, I stopped on the way home. And so I didn't get the beautiful picture as I did for the first one. I just kind of got a grab and go as I stopped at Lena's Italian Market okay. the other day. They It was a incredible hot chocolate. It's called a Cristalli. Yes. Heather, will you, will you give me the rundown on what I consumed? It says made with real melted chocolate. Cristalli is sweetened with a thick balsamic brown sugar syrup created in the store topped with fluffy whipped cream and balsamic candied crystals, which is actually what the Cristalli name is from Ah, this was the most decadent it was such a thick hot chocolate Mm. the real chocolate melted in there and then the syrup with it Mm -hmm. it, I don't I'm trying to think of it was not a liquid it was incredibly thick (laughs) like hot chocolate I think originally was supposed to be yeah like there was no it was like drinking melted ice cream It was just like so deliciously thick. And these little crystals that they had on with this balsamic, like, wow. So if you're going for the flavor of your hot chocolate and you want all the dairy and all the fat (laughs) and all the sugar. (laughs) I'm so disappointed they didn't have a dairy-free option because I really wanted to try that. I, yeah, I think they like melted that chocolate though in like a heavy, Mm. heavy cream. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And just cream on cream on fat, on sugar, on wow. Holy moly. Mm. Yeah. That's quite an endorsement for Lena's Italian market. (laughs) If you like something really sweet, really sugary, really chocolatey and really thick. (laughs) They they did all of it. Yeah. Nice. This is not a casual drink that you sip. This is like a meal in a cup, actually (laughs) dessert in a cup. Yeah. Yeah. So good. It wasn't just a hot chocolate. I think that's what this should be. Something (sighs) different. You don't want just a, (laughs) like a decent hot chocolate. You want something that's like, wow, I never would have thought of putting that in or on or with. Totally. Totally. Oh, the candies that they had on there, the way that they Mm. like melted in your mouth. And they were Mm. a little bit chewy and hard at the same time. So good. Mm. So, so good. You could like put them in your cheek as you drank and chewed on it. Like it was like a, you know, like my great grandma used to put a sugar cube in her cheek as she drank her tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what her dental situation was like. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) But a lot of lived to be 99. So with dentures, probably. Probably with dentures. (laughs) Well, I went to the Lazy Loaf and Kettle. Where's that? Oh, yeah. It's, um, it is just off Memorial Drive. Just okay. if you'd go kind of just south of the Foothills Hospital down yeah. the hill. So we had thought we were going to make this kind of like a little lunch date. So we thought, where could we go to have the hot chocolate with like a sandwich or something? So that's mm-hmm. why we chose it. Not necessarily because of what the hot chocolate was. Although, I, of course, I was looking for something with a dairy-free option. Right. Yes. So the lazy loaf and kettle had the turtle brownie hot chocolate. Mm. So it is steamed toffee crunch chocolate milk topped with whipped cream caramel and candied pecans. And there's the option of making it with Bailey's Irish cream. So I had it with oat milk. My husband had it the Mm. full on 
chocolate milk, whipped cream, mm-hmm. all the things. We both thought it was just a good hot chocolate. Not mm-hmm. amazing. So even with all the full fat and everything, he was like, you know, it's good. It's not amazing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, with the oat milk, I think it lacked flavor. Mm. Like I, okay. It definitely could have been chocolatey or uh-huh. the candied pecans on top. I don't know that I love having a nut floating around in my hot chocolate. Like I, it was just a little, the texture was a little, cause it get kind of soft. Mm. It's a little, it's not quite right. They don't melt right. like a different topping would. Mm-hmm. Right. I was going to say, of course, mine didn't have whipped cream. It actually came with whipped cream and I had to send it back. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> not. Oh, okay. you don't want whipped cream either. It's like if someone orders dairy free, they don't want whipped cream. <laughs> In fact, that's <laughs> or the worst part whipped of it. Cream. Yeah, offer so, some coconut whipped cream. Yeah, yeah that would have been amazing, but mm-hmm. no. So in my mind, it was just, it was an, it was a fine hot chocolate. It wasn't an amazing hot chocolate. You know, you're paying a little more too. It is a, Mm -hmm. it's a fundraiser and you know, it's a special thing. So you pay a little bit more, which I don't mind, Yeah, but I wouldn't say on an average day, it was worth the extra. Hmm. So I look forward to trying other ones because the month is still young. Yes. Get out and taste some more. So we ended up going out yesterday. As soon as I saw that, I hope I, I pronounced this correctly. Yon Hot Hout Patisserie. Mm-hmm. You guys know this place? Like it's Yes, they make macarons. Yes. Oh, the most amazing macarons there. The Yellow House Mission. And as soon as I knew that they were making a hot chocolate, we're like, okay, let's just go park the car, take the dog for a walk, and let's go get some hot chocolate. This is what they have in their hot chocolate. It is chocolate and strawberry flavors, macaron dipped in dark chocolate, and it is dairy-free and it's plant-based and it's gluten-free as well. Mm. What was the name of it? Sorry. It's called hot chocolate dipped. Oh, oh, okay. So we had a nice little walk. It was really nice yesterday. We walked over there and as soon as we got there, there was a big sign saying out of hot chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, oh no. And the oh. kids were really sad and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's February and we're already sad enough. The least you could do is keep your hot chocolate in stock. (laughs) You can't deal with any more disappointment. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) yesterday was really nice, but it was very windy. So the kids Mm -hmm. were already getting a little cold and we had the pup with us, right? So I'm like desperately trying to find another place that's close by to get a hot chocolate. And then, so we end up at V Burger on 17th Avenue. Okay. We ended up having a malted hot chocolate shake. Oh. And it is chocolate ice cream, malted chocolate powder, whipped cream, chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, and a torched marshmallow. Wow. So I took a sip and as soon as I took a sip from the hot chocolate, I went, oh, this is soy milk based. So this was dairy free. And all our food, even our burgers, everything was vegan. Oh. Mm. And it was so good. Like, I can't believe what they did with this hot chocolate and their food. Nice. Because it was delicious. They've done a great job and the kids loved it. Cool. So go check that out. But we're going to try to get back to um, the patisserie to try their hot chocolate. Okay, now we should talk about what we're cooking. What are we cooking? So are we going to have like a really serious and intense show here? Or is it going to be more light and enjoyable, Sarah? When is it ever serious and intense? What are you on? (laughs) 
Is this because I'm baking a cake? See, I'm setting you up for the segue here, Sarah. Come on, come on. I want it to be light because I'm baking a cake. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yay. We haven't really had a cake, have we? No. On the podcast so far? Like an honest to goodness, just cake? No. No. I'm so excited. Ooh, yes. This is our first cake. And I'm hoping it's going to be a pretty cake, but you know, just give me a chance here. Yes. First, not... make it taste good. Second, right. yes. That's the then you can important. make it pretty. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, it's called Onde Onde Cake, and this comes from Malaysia. So this is another Malaysian dessert. As I said, Malaysian desserts like one of my favorites, right? I'm not big into Asian desserts because they're either too sweet or not creamy enough. And I find that Malaysian desserts are just amazing. Usually, onde onde cake is a sh like a chiffon cake. Am I saying that correctly? Okay. Chiffon, like very light. It's a very light, spongy cake. And there are two things that are very important for this cake. Well, three. Uh, one is called pandan. Do you guys, have you guys ever dealt with pandan leaves? Nope. This is a pandan leaf, also called screw, I think it's called screw pine leaf. Okay. And you can find this in TNT. Like if you ever smell this or put this in your food, it is the food of the gods. There is nothing, I don't know how to explain the flavor of this and the smell. It is so beautiful. Huh. It looks like almost like corn stalks, like small yeah. version. Yeah. Mine are frozen, so maybe they're not very pretty right now. Trying to right describe now. it, but it's like a little bunch of tall, it looks like that's wide grass that kind of curls at the top. Yeah. It's maybe like a miniature sugar cane, but not a cane. It's not a cane. But it's a grass. But that's interesting that you bring sugar cane up because we're going to talk about that after too. <laughs> kind oh, of. That. This is really interesting. This is going to be in a cake? Yeah. This is going to be the flavor in the cake. Oh. Now, usually in Singapore and Malaysia, you can get pandan essence. I don't think you can get pandan extract at the store. I'm sure you can, but it's usually the essence, the fake stuff. Mm. I'm actually going to make an extract. Mm. <gasps> cool. Add this with distilled water, like a boiled water that's cooled down. You blend it up, put it through a sieve or a cheesecloth, and you put it in a jar and you leave it in your fridge for a few days. And as you leave it, the water will start separating from the... I guess the extract. Is there an oil? I guess the green part will settle down and be heavier and there'll be a clear oh. part that separates from it and you keep skimming that clear part out. Okay, sorry, I have to ask you to go back a step. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we're like so confused. What's uh, happening? Sorry. What's happening? So oh, yes. you put the you put the leaves in the water and you blend them up. You blend them up. Okay, and then you strain it right away. You don't let the leaves sit in the water. No, you strain it. Now I get it. And then it sits in a jar and it starts separating. There's a dark part, dark green part that goes to the bottom and a clear part that rises to the top. And you you want to get rid of the clear part. This is really cool. And what Fun. you're left with is an extract. Huh that you can use for your cake. How many of those plants that looks yeah. like a plant, I can't quite, I don't know how to describe it. How many bunches like that would you be using to make your extract? Not bunches, but you see how each one of these- Oh, leaves. 
I'm going to be using about 20 of them. 20 leaves? Well, they do kind of grow in a bunch, it looks yeah. like. They're attached. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's killing me not to smell this right I now. Know, I yeah. don't know if you feel like this, Heather, but I'm yes. like, I constantly just want to like reach out and smell this. this thing. And when you opened it up there, I was like, oh, I bet it smells really good down in the like root of that leaf. Ah! Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about this, and I have known pandan leaves like to flavor rice. Okay. So you'd usually take it, you make a knot, and you throw it into your rice cooker, and it flavors like it's. Mm. I, I don't know how to describe this taste, but you're going to taste it soon. So in okay. the cake, it'll be very obvious that it's pandan. Mm. And I also know it to be in desserts, Malaysian desserts. Okay. What I didn't know was I just uh, connected with my cousin's wife on Facebook to ask her this. And she said that they use this in curries mm. in Sri Lanka. So that's something I, I didn't know happened. But now I want to put this in a curry next time I make a curry and <laughs> just so see what happens to it. Is it sweet? It's fragrant. I know she said we're going to be tasting it soon, but I'm just it's like not, I would 20 questions on what yeah. does it smell like. <laughs> I, I would not call it floral. I just don't know how to. Okay, that's fine. I can't wait. This is amazing. Why don't you just, next time you see it, grab it. I throw it in my freezer and then I, then I put it in my rice. Like in the fresh herbs? In the fresher parts. But do you know how they have those packaged herbs sometimes? It's mm -hmm. around that area. And okay. they usually have like banana leaves there and stuff like that. It, is it seasonal at all or is it sort of? I, that I don't know. Okay. I just, when I see it, I grab it. <laughs> I throw it in my freezer. Got it. Oh, I'm, I'm totally going to pick some up next time. Even just so, to smell it in the store. Yeah, is that yeah. bad form? <laughs> to be no. like getting close to it in the store and trying to smell it? Like <laughs> usually packaged. Okay. All so right. I, don't I can't do that. I'll just would. buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. It's just a couple of bucks. The last time we were in Singapore, a friend of ours recommended this place called the Malayan Council. And we had just had this big biryani dinner and decided to go to the Malayan Council for dessert. And she said, pick the onde onde cake as one of your desserts. And I'm so happy she said that because it was the best onde onde cake I've ever had. It was so good and it was so pretty. And it was served with vanilla ice cream. Oh, look how green. That's so vibrant. Oh, wow. Green, green spongy light cake. Oh. Okay. So in between it is a coconut cream. <laughs> Yum. Okay. Now this is the second <laughs> Second thing that you probably have never heard of, but again, you can source it in Calgary. In Malaysian cooking, there is a specific kind of sugar called gula malaka, and it is made from palm sugar. So we don't usually eat, have sugar from palm sugar here. Mm -hmm. We usually have it from beet or sugar cane, right? What they do with this palm sugar is they caramelize it and they look like, I don't know if you can see it, but they look like cylindrical blocks. Mm -hmm. Oh, this looks like that sugar from Mexico that you put in the coffee, like the right. special and it yeah. dissolves. And is it pot. dark like this? Yeah, yeah. And it's like a little cone kind of shape. I don't know what it's mm -hmm. made of, but I wonder if it's similar. So this, mm. you see how dark it is? It's like, it's like the yeah. color of dark chocolate, right? Like molasses. It reminds yeah. me of molasses. It's, yeah. Right. It's the color of molasses. Yeah. The stuff you can buy in Calgary, and you would have to go to TNT for this, would be the Thai version of this, which will be lighter. It'll still be mm. called the same thing, 
gula melaka or they call it gula jawa something but it'll it'll be in that section the southeast asian section and you can buy it it'll be the color of butterscotch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so it's not as strong tasting as this and not as caramelized as this but it'll still work for this cake okay where did you get yours singapore oh someone sent it to you maybe <laughs> <laughs> She's got the inside track. If Sarah's in the know, she knows. She's got, She's got the connections. Friends right. in fancy places. The filling is going to be Gula Malaka. And I'm hoping to keep to the coconut chantilly kind of theme. However, mm. as I was looking up recipes, I came across this beautiful picture. And it is buttercream onde onde cake with grated coconut. So now I have three options. Yum. So you're going to make three cakes? No. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. This vibrant greenness. Mm -hmm. This is like bright lime green. And yes. is that wow. all from that extract? That's what the it color is. It is from the from? extract. And I heard that there is another kind of leaf that you can add to it to make it even more vibrant. Like oh, there's no food coloring or no food coloring. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's incredible. Amazing. That so is this, quite the color. Yeah, it is. This website that I am looking at is called bakewithpaws.com. So there are some okay. great recipes in each. There's even a recipe on how to um, make the, the extract from this. Oh, excellent. So everything's here. I don't know what to do because I kind of <laughs> want to recreate what I had at the Malayan Council, which didn't have buttercream. It had the coconut chantilly. So it's like a coconut cream, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Frosting. And I don't know what to do because I am not a baker. I think I make two or three kinds of cake in my life and it's on repeat and it's far in between. <laughs> um, so I decided to call up a friend, Irene. Phone a friend, Regis. She's phoning a friend. <laughs> phoning a friend. <laughs> She's catching my, my token now. That's right. <laughs> Irene and his sister have a, they have a cake company. It's called Bits of Joy. They make amazing cakes and you've tried the cakes. I mean, I'm talking about cakes and mango cakes Mm. and even Mm. like chocolate cakes. She made a cake for my birthday that was absolutely stunning. And so when I spoke to her, her family is from the Philippines. So they are very familiar with pandan leaf and so when I asked her very like I kind of felt bad about asking like, would you like to come and bake a cake with me she was like yes absolutely I'll be there <laughs> you get to eat it after I'm like absolutely so hopefully you guys get a slice no, <laughs> of course <laughs> there will not be a second half if we do not get a slice <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> yeah what would we talk about You'd just be yeah. watching Sarah eat her lovely eat cake. cake. So you have this, I'm sorry, I'm going to mispronounce the Malakalama. Gula Malaka. It looks very hard. Yes. Yeah. It's very like, it looks like a rock. Block. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to tell us more about how you use it? I mean, I am going to talk about more of that stuff in the okay. second half. Mm-hmm. However, I do know, I can answer that question. You okay. do take a knife and you kind of cut through it. Oh, okay. And you make chunks out of it. And then okay. when you add it to whatever liquid you're adding it to or whatever else you're adding it to, oh, you sort okay. of whip it into a granulated sugar. Okay, so it will sort mm. of disintegrate. 
okay dissolve yeah. or Melt. dissociate or mm, right but you ah. do have to chop it first interesting okay i've seen sugar products like that before and i've always wondered how do you use this okay cool and um as for what else is happening i don't know i'm waiting for irene to get here <laughs> and she's coming <laughs> over on the weekend and then oh, yes. really she's gonna be the chef and i'm gonna be the sous chef she'll be a great asset to me <laughs> and this recipe and i can't wait for you guys to try what pandan tastes like yeah. me too Mm. Well, wish me luck. Well, have fun. Good, Good luck. luck. I might just like randomly pop, pop in, pop in sure. on the week. <laughs> Sorry, what day and what time? <laughs> I'll let you know Saturday. Ooh. Cold drafts, flickering lights, and where's that leak coming from? If you've ever wondered what's really going on in your home, Roomies Ask a Home Inspector service can help. Connect with a certified professional home inspector by phone or video call and get your questions answered. Rumi will let you know what's easily fixable with a little DIY or when you might need to call in some professional help. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, and book your Ask a Home Inspector appointment today. Welcome back, guys. We it's are cake here time. And... Yes, it is. We have been spoiled with more sweets. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that I've had a heart attack every time I've seen a green cake? Because for some reason, <laughs> there is this like mountain of green cakes showing up on our Instagram feeds. And every time I'm like, oh my God. But isn't it weird? Yeah. It's still it is weird. super weird. We should explain <laughs> okay. to the listeners. So sometimes we come up with these recipe ideas and, and you know, we kind of pre-recorded a few weeks prior to when it comes out and then all of a sudden in the weeks following after the recording um it seems like everyone has the same idea as yeah. us and then we get yeah. all like is someone listening to us and or we happening? just super on like yeah. we're on like, the ball on um, some kind of vibe yeah totally in the universe. And- <laughs> Yeah. And as soon as we made, we talked about this onde onde cake that we're going to make, all of a sudden we started (laughs) seeing all these green cakes coming up in our IG feed. We were just like, oh my God, is it, is it pandan cake? But it wasn't. Yeah. My heart stopped every time. There's a lot of ways to make green cakes, apparently. There's pistachio, there's lime, this there's matcha. There's... So out of all the cakes that I have seen, yes, I would say the pandan is the brightest, prettiest green yes. out yes. of the green cakes that I have feasted my eyes upon. And it's natural green. There's yeah. no artificial color going in that. Well, maybe Well, not. okay. Well, oh. let's hear about it. I shouldn't speak. <laughs> I don't know you sell it I, there, Heather. Yeah, I assumed. <laughs> Tell us what happened with your cake. It would have been oh. green like that. Okay. Yes. So first I made the extract, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about how to make that, but I didn't make it <laughs> early enough and it didn't settle. Can you see that green? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Green layer right on the bottom. Okay. That took like a, quite a long time for it to keep settling and then you have to keep skimming the top off. And then I looked at the amount yeah. and I was looking at the recipe um, from bakewithpaws.com and it seemed like she wanted a lot more of this stuff, that that little layer of green stuff mm. in that cake than I had. So mm. now I'm freaking out. And I knew that Irene had pandan extract, but 
you know, I don't want to sell this recipe and then no one be able to go get the extract. So I wanted mm. to hunt this down. And I've never had luck getting pandan extract here in Calgary. But I called the store called mm. Lucky Supermarket and it's at mm -hmm. Sunridge. And I've been to Lucky before, but I went there specifically to get one thing. And I never really looked around. And this time we went and we looked around and they had the pandan extract. So if you want to go get that and they're really friendly there, they help you out. Mm -hmm. It is not natural flavors. It's artificial. So it's, it's ah. not a extract. It's an essence, I guess. Okay. And I was so happy. I got it. I actually had to message a few friends because they've been looking for this stuff too. And the thing about lucky superstore, unlike TNT, it's Southeast Asian based. So if you guys are doing a lot of Southeast Asian recipes, that's the place to go to. They've okay. got everything. So I was okay. quite pleased. Okay, so then we went right into the recipe. A friend of mine came over, Irene. Yes. So Irene, as I told you, is a cake maker with her um, sister, Joy, and their cake company is called Bits of Joy. So we used cake flour and something called double action baking powder. Okay. Mm. Irene looked it up and said that double action is because when you're making things in a large quantity and it has to kind of sit around, double action is the stuff to use, like in a bakery or something. She didn't think it was necessary for this recipe. Oh, okay. okay. Six egg yolks, salt, uh, vegetable oil, milk, and 52 grams of this concentrated pandan juice. Okay. So instead of doing that, we used a few drops of the pandan essence, and then we replaced the liquid, the 52 grams, with more milk. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the change you're going to do with by using this. Okay. Okay. And it worked perfectly. Irene said to line the cake pans with wax paper, not parchment paper. Okay. Because it's actually easier to peel off at the oh, end. Okay. And it doesn't pull at the cake. And she knows okay. her stuff. So trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so we lined two six-inch pans. Listen to this. It was six-inch pans. I'm looking at the six-inch pans going, this looks a lot smaller than what the picture is in the, in the, on the website. And she's like, yeah. It really does. Um, and then you have to make more of this batter. So you're making, you're taking six egg whites, caster sugar and cream of tartar, and you're whipping it up mm -hmm. into stiff peaks. And then you're putting the rest of the batter and sort of folding it in. Right. And when we had done that, we realized that the six inch pans were way too small. So we used eight inch pans mm -hmm. and then we baked it and it turned out beautiful and that wax paper just came off beautifully so the cake was baked in a water bath okay oh uh and it was like long and slow and it, it baked for an hour and 20 minutes at two different oh, temperatures. Wow. Mm -hmm. oh interesting and okay. on her website you can do it without doing a, a water bath and she tells you how to modify it Okay. If you don't want to use a water bath. So I suggest do whatever Sarah did that part yeah. of the recipe. It's fantastic. So stick to that and then just replace the extract with the milk. Then we went to make the Swiss meringue buttercream recipe. <laughs> so this is egg whites, caster sugar, butter, room temperature, butter, everything has to be room temperature, including the, the eggs. So make sure you take everything mm. out, um, salt, and again, 
four to five tablespoons of pandan juice. Where did I yield that with this? I didn't. So again, we use the essence. You follow the instructions. And what you do is you actually melt the butter in the eggs on a double boiler. So you don't cook your eggs. Yeah. It's your okay. Swiss meringue. And then you put it into your um, stand mixer and you whisk it. And this buttercream started curdling. Oh no, <laughs> shoot. Oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? And I, Irene, of course, like calm, totally calm. <laughs> and she's like, hey, let's call my sister. So she called Joy and Joy's looking at the buttercream through the camera. What we ended up doing was putting it back on the boiler okay. for a few more minutes. And then we put it back in the stand mixer and it came together. Hmm. So this, at this point, I realized how important it was for me to have Irene there because yeah. I would have been like, what the, fr I don't know what to do. What is no this? Why kidding. is it curdling? Yeah. The thing with this recipe is that we realized that you need to make more of the buttercream. Oh. And the reason is because we ended up using eight inch pans. Oh, oh right? yeah. So all of a sudden our cake is quite big. So we couldn't pipe it pretty. Like we wanted to make sort of rosettes, rosette mm -hmm. buttercream kind of. Mm -hmm decorations on top but we didn't have enough buttercream for that so if you're doing this recipe just keep that in mind just maybe add like half more quantity all right to the mm -hmm. okay it comes down to the gula malaka that sugar right that mm -hmm. goes between the layers mm -hmm. so when the cake was done what we did was we had two eight inch cakes and we cut it in half right and irene had a great technique of cutting it in half. Okay. What she does is she puts it on one of those revolving cake spinning things. What do you call it? A lazy Susan. There you go. So fancy. Okay. You hold the top and you take a bread knife and you start cutting the edge, but you don't cut across. You keep turning it and you and you sort of slice it. Okay. Right? Uh, does mm -hmm. that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. half. And then you're putting pressure. Instead of going back and forth, you're really putting pressure on it. And oh. then it slowly cuts and it, it was very even and beautiful and nothing broke. Right. Oh. Okay, so we have four layers now. And what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to put the buttercream in each layer. And then mm -hmm. we're supposed to put some dried coconut flakes. Mm -hmm. And then you're supposed to put the gula malacca on. She, so she said, chop it up and then throw the gula malacca on. But we were looking at other YouTube videos. And this is what we ended up doing. We ended up making uh, gula malacca syrup. It isn't a simple syrup. It's about half the water. So it's quite thick. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up drizzling the syrup on the layers. And we put everything together. And then we, and when I say we, Irene, Irene <laughs> um, <laughs> frosted the cake because she does such a good job. I yeah. didn't want to touch it at this point because too much had gone wrong. I'm like, just please, <laughs> you do it. <laughs> And then it was done and we had a great night and I thought it turned out really good and it reminded me of what I eat at home. So this was mm -hmm. not off, Okay. Um, even though it was done with buttercream and buttercream is not the traditional stuff right. that goes on this. What actually is the traditional stuff is the coconut cream, right? Right. I right. think the buttercream was way better. Oh. Hmm. So I'll definitely be doing buttercream again, but I might just do a coconut buttercream next time instead of a pandan buttercream. Oh, ah. I see. Yeah. So okay. if you didn't use your pandan extract that yeah. you made yourself, yes. how did it turn green? Is the essence green? Yeah, the essence is green. Okay. okay. 
Thank you for answering my question. And I wondered if there was some food coloring. Yeah, I was like, what, no. what happened? Yeah. Okay, cool. No, no food coloring. I loved the texture of that cake. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. so like spongy a cloud. and light. And oh, I just wanted to like, yeah. yeah. It was a chiffon cake, right? Oh, it was so. amazing texture. Super yummy, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so light. Good. Like the lightest cake I think I've ever, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, that I can light. remember. Even one yeah. of my kids, because my everybody I shared this time, I usually don't, but I did. <laughs> and and even one of my kids was like, wow, this is like the lightest cake I've ever had. And kids don't usually pay attention. They usually just gobble it up. So and the buttercream too. Holy smooth, smooth as yeah. silk. Yeah. yeah. Smooth as silk. And that that really, I mean, that almost was not smooth as silk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. How how you could get buttercream like that. Maybe it's the Swiss meringue method. I've never done that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think okay. of the flavors? I will still have to say, I don't know what pandan tastes like. Uh, I still have no idea what it tastes like. Really? Okay. I felt like I could taste something in behind. The coconut was a very pronounced mm -hmm. flavor. And I yeah. think that's where Heather was about to, <laughs> to say. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, Heather. No, no, I agree. It was, it was the coconut that I, so I kind of, I tore apart your cake a little bit, even though it was mm -hmm. so beautiful. I went and kind of tried to get just the cake, no buttercream. Right. Yeah. And then I could taste like, I see what you mean by floral, I think. I would never describe it as floral, but I've heard it being described as floral. Yeah. I'd like to try what this little jar you're showing us now. Why don't I bring it and you guys smell it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think once you smell it, you'll know what it tastes like. Yeah. Because this is really more of a fragrant. Yeah. I was going to say, I could, I could taste it in my nose and I don't know how yes. to, how to, that's why yeah. I think people call it floral is because mm. yeah. the flavor goes up into your, that's I right. I feel like talking about noses and flavors is like, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, but it's true. We were, I, it's funny <laughs> because Irene and her husband and I were actually talking about it. It's like, how would you describe pandan because you really taste it with your nose like it yeah. it is a funny thing through fragrance but okay that's the thing that I tasted that what I thought right. was pandan so I was on right. the right track you, you were right you were <laughs> totally right and we were talking about like how would you describe pandan flavors to someone who hasn't tasted it and you know it's a very mild flavor mm -hmm. when we put the pandan extract into the batter Oh, yeah. And then we just sort of tasted it to see if it was strong enough. We realized that it tasted a lot like coconut. Oh. Like it had a lot of that coconut profile on it. And like, okay, so, you know, that that's interesting. Okay. So that makes maybe sense. it's more of a, yeah, maybe it's very similar to a, but it's not coconut. So I, I, if, if you don't like coconut, you can totally make this cake without the coconut flakes and stuff like that. I don't want you to like think, oh, I don't like coconut cake, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to make this. It's different. But yeah. like something about it reminded us of coconut. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying now like that, mm -hmm. because now I'm thinking back to coconut cake right. and they are similar, mm -hmm. but not the same. That's right. Fragrant flavor. Fragrant flavor. Yeah. I was just going to okay. say, even the buttercream, I was looking for the flavor of pandan in the buttercream and I wasn't getting it. Uh, I, I'm a sweet tooth person and this was not sweet enough for me. No. I felt it was like, yeah, no. it was the icing okay. wasn't my favorite. No. Oh, coconut, cream, my... coconut cream would have been amazing. Yeah. On it. Right. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. icing was not sweet enough. You and me, Heather. Yeah. 
we're sugars. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you guys can make the icing sweeter for sure. Yeah, I get that. It wasn't meant to be a sweet dessert. No, I get it. It's like maybe what we're thinking of our German desserts. <laughs> right. We like right. our sugar. Heather right? and I have a yeah. serious sweet tooth sweet tooth yeah we come yeah. by it honestly we've inherited yeah. it yeah. i mean come on they they eat things like sugar pie and butter tarts and like this is serious yeah. sugar so of that, that was too sweet for me so like i couldn't even have a hot chocolate the next day right so you imagine what our tolerance yeah. for sugar different is. palate different. for sure yeah mm -hmm. yeah but again you can always add more sugar to your buttercream mm -hmm. that's easy to do right it doesn't change anything there so. i'd be interested to see what the coconut cream would be like yeah. yes i'm definitely yeah. making this cake again it's like 100 for sure the kids loved it everybody kept eating it it's gone. And you've done the troubleshooting. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so yes. hopefully the next time is less frazzled. That's right. <laughs> like it was such a godsend that Irene was there. So thank you, Irene. Thank you, Joy, for troubleshooting with us. <laughs> Definitely we'll be making this cake again, but there's so many different options. So go try it. It's easy to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely try it because mm -hmm. it, you will never have a cake this light and fluffy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Good job. You tackled the first real cake that we yeah. baked and yeah. holy crap, did you ever make a cake? You did great. You and I are awesome. With an assist from Joy. Nice yeah. work, ladies. <laughs> and now for the fine print. We at Three Kitchens gratefully acknowledge we are telling these stories in the traditional territories of the Treaty 7 Nations in Southern Alberta and the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. We honor the rich tradition of oral storytellers on this land who have come before us. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. If you like and subscribe on your podcast player, that helps more people find us.